Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of The Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Bonjour. Good morning. Good morning. I'm so grateful to be with you. Still on the island of Kauai, where it's five o'clock in the morning. The rooster started crowing an hour ago, <laughs> and the sun will be up shortly. Yeah. And I love that we get to use this technology to transcend time and space. I think it's so amazing. And, uh, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I have uh, had the wonderful pleasure of talking with a lot of the students who are in my year-long class doing one-on-one sessions with them, which is one of my great things I look forward to. And uh, in that experience, a lot of people have told me that uh, they really enjoy the radio show, and uh, I enjoy it too. I really do. I really feel everybody uh, when we're connecting in this way. So let's connect in with a prayer and a blessing right here. And we're taking that breath of love and gratitude. So grateful and so thankful to open our hearts and minds. Yes. Hand on our heart to remind ourselves that we're wholeheartedly available to surrender the grievances, release the grievances, allow them to dissolve and resolve permanently back to the root source. We're grateful and thankful to open ourselves to a free-flowing connection with the higher Holy Spirit self. We're partnering up. We're not interested in going alone anymore. (laughs) We're interested in following divine guidance, receiving divine guidance, insight, wisdom, clarity. We are interested in aligning our will with divine will and living the love. Yes. We're interested in hearing the voice for God, feeling the voice for God, the connection with God. We're interested in being led and guided in each and every moment. We're interested in surrendering, willing to surrender the blocks to love. So grateful and thankful to open our hearts and minds to the very highest and best. Clear insight. In grace and gratitude, we share the benefits of our healing and our expansion with everyone because we're one with them. So grateful to allow our healing to be. We let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Hmm. Yes, indeed. Oh, my goodness. One of the most consistent messages in A Course in Miracles is that 
You're never alone. You always have Jesus with you, guiding you, and the Holy Spirit. And it's really a question of, are you going to listen, or are you going to listen to the ego? Which voice will you listen to? And the thing I think that's really important to understand, too, is that The guidance that comes, it doesn't always come as a voice, and I sure don't receive it as a voice. Uh, Occasionally I do, but more often than not, it's either a thought, which is claircognizance, that's intuition that comes as a clear knowing, claircognizance, or it's a feeling, clairsentience, Um, that's the the intuitive feeling. And so I feel the thoughts. <laughs> I, I feel them. And uh, sometimes I have clairvoyance, which is clear visuals of images and things like that. That's pretty common, uh, though not like some people. It seems like Doreen Virtue uh, really has a tremendous clairvoyance. And so we all have different ways, uh, some clairaudiences when you're hearing. So there's clairaudience, clairvoyance, claircognizance, and clairsentience. And so these are the different ways that we perceive or receive intuitive guidance. And so when I say hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, it really includes all of those things. I just don't keep listing them again and again and again. So, one of the the top questions that I get, and I've talked about this with David Hoffmeister, and he's, he gets the same top questions as me, and uh, it is, how do I know the difference between the voice of the ego and the voice of the spirit? How do I know the difference between the ego and... And intuition. And so I know I've spoken a number of times about this on the radio show, but it really is the most common question. And it's hard sometimes to realize that the connection with spirit, the intuition, is that still small voice. And it is. It has those exact characteristics it's still and it's gentle it's you could say it's small but i would say it's gentle it's clear to me it's clear and if i don't want to hear it i know when i before when i didn't want to hear it then it felt faint to me it felt so quiet is, am I perceiving something? Is there something there? Now, Course in Miracles tells us really clearly that if you don't hear the voice for God, if you don't perceive or receive the intuition, if you think you don't receive it, it's only because, and I do mean only, only because you're not interested, you're not willing. So this is why our little willingness is all that's required. Now, what I did that really helped me was a number of different things in order to get the guidance. 
because I be, began to realize, oh, if I follow the guidance, my life is going to be a lot better. And I had many, many times when I would get guidance, some way, shape, or form, clairaudience, clairsentience, claircognizance, clairvoyance, so seeing, hearing, knowing, feeling, one of those ways guidance would come in and I started and I would wonder, is that guidance? I don't know. Is that the ego? Is that spirit? I don't know. And so I had to learn to recognize it. And there were times when the guidance came in and I'd think, well, that's kind of, that's crazy. That doesn't make any sense at all. And I learned, do it anyway. Just why not do it anyway? Do it anyway. And then it would go really well. And I, and I learned, oh, okay, so it may not make any sense. It may seem like total insanity. But if I do it anyway, good things will come. Now, that's not true <laughs> if we're listening to the ego. So this is why it's really super helpful to be able to recognize the difference between the ego and the spirit. So... The still small voice is very repetitive. I've been counseling people, uh, doing one-on-one counseling sessions with people for since 2000, so 15 years. And, of course, it's one of the most common questions in a counseling session. And very often when I'm working with someone, I'll get guidance for them. Now, The reason I get guidance for them is because they've come to me for guidance. So in that space of being the two or more who are gathered, I open my mind to see, is there guidance for them? And I specifically ask in my mind, is there guidance for this person in particular that they're not following, not listening to? And so I will then, if I get something, I'll tell the person, oh, I'm getting that you're a guardian angel, because I do absolutely know we have guardian angels. Uh, Your guardian angel has been giving you, has a message for you. And so often people will say, oh, I get that message all the time, all the time. I've been getting it for years. And it it can be so simple. And to me in that moment, it's absolutely crystal clear, is the answer to their suffering. And so I'll say, oh, that's great. You're listening to your guidance. And they say, well, is that guidance? I I mean, it seems kind of crazy to me. And I say, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. That's how guidance can be when... We're aligned with the ego. The guidance can seem crazy, insane. Why would I do that? That doesn't make any sense. I remember the very first radio show I did with Regina Dawn Akers a couple of years ago. It was uh, really great because she told the story of how she first got the guidance to quit her corporate job, which paid really well. She's successful. She's a smarty pants, you know, and and so she was doing really well in that corporate world. And she got the guidance to quit her job and move. 
And it so terrified her that she just, it took her a year to follow through, which a year is not that long, actually. <laughs> and, uh, and she said she would be so terrified, she would take to her bed and crawl in under the covers in a fetal position. And uh, I remember asking her in the radio show, and I don't remember what, what episode, what month it was. It was a couple of years ago, maybe two years ago, spring 2013, something like that. I'm not sure. And um, I said, how, how many times in the course of that year were you so frightened that you took to your bed and curled up in the fetal position with the covers over your head? And she said, about 20. So that's every couple of weeks. Really, that's like every three weeks or so she did that. So if you have that level of fear about your guidance, be encouraged by Regina. Because what Regina did was she just kept amping up her willingness little by little. So she was willing to quit her job and move. It just took her a while to actually do it. Because she was so terrified of it. Now, what we think we're afraid of is we think we're afraid of following the guidance and that it's going to lead us to a place that we do not want. That's what we think when we're aligned with the ego. Nothing could be further from the truth. The guidance that so terrifies us inevitably leads us to the place of peace and joy and harmony and freedom and wisdom and clarity and prosperity, wholeness, healing, wisdom, everything that we think we would like, creativity, peace of mind. What it does, though, is it moves us in the direction of dissolving and resolving the ego identification. So one of the best tools I've got for really understanding the guidance is to start to talk to it and have a relationship with it. This is one of the things that many people don't realize, and that was true for me for a really long time. I didn't have a relationship with my guardian angel, with the Holy Spirit, with the voice for God. I didn't have a relationship with it. I had a relationship with the ego, and that relationship was strong. My relationship with the ego was like I went to bed every night with the ego. I woke up every day with the ego. All my friends were identified with the ego. So when I talked to my friends, I talked to the ego. And all day long, I was taking the advice of the ego, listening to the ego, following the ego's directions. The ego was my very best friend. (laughs) And so, but the spirit... Holy Spirit, Jesus, my elder brother, I didn't have a relationship with them. In fact, my you could say this my, more accurately, Jesus is helping me here, uh, more accurately, my relationship with Jesus the Holy Spirit 
was one that I had rejected. And I had left. I had seemingly abandoned them. I walked away. And I, of course, thought they would be mad at me and they would hate me because I rejected them. And I knew on some level, you could say, that they were talking with me all the time, trying to help me, trying to guide me, 24-7, always there, never abandoned me. Even though I made my bed in hell, they were with me. Even though I make my bed in hell, thou art with me. I made my bed in hell, they were still with me. Always offering the highest and best guidance, the most loving opportunities, 24-7. And for year after year, decade after decade, I was rejecting them. Nope, not interested. Nope, not interested. And I remember very clearly when I began to recognize, ah, that's the still small voice. That is divine guidance. And I still rejected it. I remember feeling afraid that I would be punished for that. And you know what? When I followed the ego's guidance instead of the Holy Spirit's, of course it would lead to my suffering. I would feel like I was punished. Oh, there, you see? I followed my own desire, you could say. And though I don't think it was desire, they was just wanting, craving, needing. Because desire... That word desire means of the Father. And so I think of desires being of the heart and of the spirit. There's no wanting, there's no craving, there's no needing. Desire to me is really about unlocking the gifts of God that I already have. And so for me, what I can see now was that I was afraid of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, my guardian angel, I was afraid of following that guidance because I felt like I had been so mean and cruel to them that anything that they would lead me to do would lead to my punishment. I'd convince myself of that. And so when I would reject their guidance and follow the ego's guidance, I would say, see, on some level, I would say, see, I am being punished. I am being punished, but that's how it feels when we follow the guidance of the ego. We begin to feel so darn stupid. We really do. I mean, I used to feel so stupid. Like, what kind of moron am I? Did I keep having the same struggles and problems? I keep crying and wailing and suffering over the same darn things. What kind of stupid monkey am I? That's how I felt. In the Living a Course in Miracles classes that we're doing now, Regina did a cl- class with me, and she was talking about how she literally felt like she was the worst person on earth. She just felt like the scum of the earth. That's how bad she felt when she was identified with the ego. And for me, I just felt completely bad without redemption. I didn't feel like the worst scum of the earth, but hopeless, unredeemable. That's how I felt. 
so I projected all that onto God. Course in Miracles tells us chapter 5, the voice of for God, paragraph 4. You are the kingdom of heaven, but you've let the belief in darkness enter your mind, and so you need a new light. And that's what we're talking about this week on A Course in Miracles here on Unity Online Radio. If you'd like, you can still sign up. We've got four more classes totally free for you at livingacourseofmiracles.com. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to A Course in Miracles, Unity Online Radio. We're living the love, we're walking the talk, and I will be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. I'm Jennifer Hadley. Welcome back. Thanks for joining me. And uh, I do... uh, I want to remind you, or I'd like to remind you, uh, of the classes this week in Living a Course of Miracles. We've got Sherry Lane this week, and um, I'm really looking forward to connecting with her. She is uh, just such an angelic presence, and this is the first time she's going to be teaching one of the Living a Course of Miracles classes. I think you're really going to like her. And... um, and then, and uh, we've got some great topics here on healing self-sabotage. That's our topic this week. And then next week, I'm doing two classes myself, healing anger. So we're loving ourselves free in this Living a Course of Miracles series. And remember, when you go to livingacourseofmiracles.com, uh, we have a lot of free things for you. So I'd like you to know that if you have a Course in Miracles study group, you can, uh, if you have a Course in Miracles study group, you can list it there at the website totally for free. And uh, we will, it's a wonderful way to help more people find your study group. If you're interested in starting a study group, you can also list it there to help people connect with you. And if you are interested in starting a study group, we have a few calls that we recorded where uh, it's all about how to start a study group, how to run a study group, facilitate a study group, and how to promote and let people know about a study group. So we've got... I think four calls there. Those are free. You can listen to them online or you can download them and uh, to support you in starting a study group. We also have a study group uh, Facebook group, Course in Miracles Study Group Leaders. So I invite you to join that Facebook group and to connect with people who are interested in starting study groups. If you are a study group leader, it would be great to have you as part of that Facebook group to mentor people and connect with them and share, um, answer questions, that kind of thing. Uh, It's really nice to be able to connect with like-minded souls from around the world and have them supporting each other and starting more and more study groups. 
And uh, a lot of people feel called to start a study group, but they're just afraid. And um, I certainly understand that. I talk to those people all the time, and that's why we created that study group support for you. Please take advantage of it. It's totally free. And then, um, so we have free classes, free study group support, and we also have the A Course in Miracles app which I love personally, and I I had the app made uh, in order to have an app that really worked the way I would like to use it. So you can search in the app, and you can set alarms and reminders, and you can highlight and bookmark And you can easily share by email. So if you have quotes and things you'd like to share by email or on Facebook or Twitter or things like that, it's a really great resource for you. And I love it. So all these things are free for you, plus more, at livingacourseofmiracles.com where um, you, you need to become a member, but membership is free. And... If you're not interested in joining the class, you can still be a member. Um, And all of it is um, possible by the contributions of wonderful like-minded souls who make contributions to powerofloveministry.net. Powerofloveministry.net sponsors all of these things. And I'd like to say a big thank you to all the people who make tithes and contributions to support these classes, the radio show, sponsored also by powerofloveministry.net. So powerofloveministry.net. What am I saying? Powerofloveministry.net. And all uh, contributions are tax deductible. We're a non-profit ministry. Yeah. And as I have been saying a lot, because I just think it's phenomenal, is that uh, we've had people last year uh, from 102 countries participating in the free classes and the things that powerofloveministry.net uh, are doing with livingacoursemiracles.com and jenniferhadley.com. So, yay! Yay for you! Yay for you for participating. You are the kingdom of heaven, but you have let the belief in darkness enter your mind, and so you need a new light. And the old light is the new light. So that's it. I was saying before the break that I realized that I was afraid of this relationship with the Holy Spirit and Jesus because I didn't realize it, but I was afraid that they were angry with me, that they would punish me, that God would punish me. God was punishing me because I had rejected God like the prodigal son. I was afraid to go home until I realized I could have a better life as a servant in the home of my family, my father, mother, God. And so once I realized that, oh, I would have a better life as a servant in my father, mother's house than I could ever have on my own, I squandered my inheritance it's time for me to go back home. When I realized that, and I started making that journey home, I began to f- 
be willing to trust and follow that still small voice. And you know what really was the impetus for me following that still small voice was I just really truly was tired of not being more loving, more compassionate, more kind, more gentle and more generous. And what I began to notice consistently, and the Holy Spirit is nothing if it's not consistent. It is eternal, unchangeable, always the same. And that consistency is how you recognize it. So the consistency of the voice for God is its gentleness, its non-judgment. It doesn't ever say, you better do this, you better not do that. Oh, you shouldn't have done that. That was wrong, that was bad. No, it never speaks in that way. It's gentle, it's consistent, repetitive. And so it will say things like... um, Paint, paint, just paint. Why don't you paint? It'll say, call your neighbor, talk to your neighbor, visit your neighbor, call your neighbor, talk to your neighbor, visit your neighbor. Very gentle, repetitive, consistent. The Holy Spirit is the radiance that you must let banish the idea of darkness. So right there, it's telling us, Jesus is saying, the Holy Spirit will banish the idea of darkness. So how many nights have you tossed and turned entertaining the ideas of darkness? That you're wrong, you're bad, you're stupid, you're not good enough. That you made mistakes, that you'll never recover, that you'll never get it, that it'll always be difficult, that it'll never be the way you want it, that you'll never be happy, you'll never be right, you'll never be beautiful, you'll never be strong, blah, 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 tossed and turned all night long. The Holy Spirit is the radiance that you must let banish the idea of darkness. His is the glory before which dissociation falls away. And the kingdom of heaven breaks through into its own. Before the separation, you did not need guidance. You knew as you will know again, but as you do not know now. All right, so before the separation, we didn't need guidance. Because we were totally attuned with the mind of God, we didn't feel separate. We knew we were one with God. So we had knowing, wisdom, divine knowledge, clear insight all the time. Now listen to this, I love this. God does not guide because he can share only perfect knowledge. Guidance is evaluative because it implies there is a right way and also a wrong way. One to be chosen and the other to be avoided. By choosing one, you give up the other. The choice for the Holy Spirit is the choice for God. God is not in you in a literal sense. You are part of God. 
when you chose to leave God, God gave you a voice to speak for him, because he could no longer share his knowledge with you without hindrance. Direct communication was broken because you had made another voice. So this is one of the things that Jesus tells us in the Course, is that he made the decision to only listen to the Holy Spirit and not to listen to the ego at all. And he tells us this is a choice that we can make, and he's going to help us. So the Holy Spirit is always guiding us, and so is Jesus in each and every moment. All we have to do is be willing to listen. And we're being guided back to our true nature, our true identity, that which is real, that which is eternal, that which is infinite. The ego is an illusion. We're identified with the illusion of being a body. Now, being pure spirit... We, when we, we once again value that connection with God, then that infinite wisdom and knowledge will open up in our minds. And when it does, we become aware we're not a body. But we can manifest as a body and use the body as a tool in this world. Like Arten and Persa. In uh, Gary Renard's beautiful book, Disappearance of the Universe. If you haven't read Disappearance of the Universe, I highly recommend it. So, we broke direct communication in order to have that experience of separation. We began to value opinions and judgments, and so we broke that communication. And now, We've had this incredible journey like the prodigal son and we're all realizing that it's much more fruitful, we can be happier and live a better life as a servant in our Father's house. So we're on that journey home and that's what the atonement is. The full recognition that the separation never occurred is an illusion. We're not an illusion. The separation is an illusion. We are of God. And if we are willing to recognize that the kingdom of heaven is what we are, and that the, the altar of God is our heart space, our connection in love. The Holy Spirit calls you both to remember and to forget. So to remember your true identity and to forget the ego identity. You have chosen to be in a state of opposition in which opposites are possible. So that's what we chose to love the illusion. And we love what we've made, which is that illusion. And that's why we value it so much. We love it because we made it. And so we can change our mind about that. Ding! There's a... There's the idea right there, the divine idea. (laughs) Ding! We can choose to remember our true identity. We can choose the atonement for ourselves. So you've chosen to be in a state of opposition in which opposites are possible, or so it seems. As a result, there are choices you must make. In the holy state, the will is free. 
<clears throat> so that its creative power is unlimited and choice is meaningless. So I love this. Freedom to choose is the same power as freedom to create, but its application is different. Choosing depends on a split mind. The Holy Spirit is one way of choosing God. I'm sorry. The Holy Spirit is one way of choosing. God did not leave his children comfortless, even though they chose to leave him. The voice they put in their minds was not the voice for God's will, for which the Holy Spirit speaks. The voice of the Holy Spirit does not command because it is incapable of arrogance. It does not demand because it does not seek control. It does not overcome because it does not attack. It merely reminds. It is compelling only because of what it reminds you of. It brings to your mind the other way, remaining quiet even in the midst of the turmoil you may make. The voice for God is always quiet because it speaks for peace. Peace is stronger than war because it heals. Yes, war is division, not increase. So to choose the voice of the ego, which is shouting and demanding and screaming and craving and wanting and needing, is to choose war. To choose the still small voice is peace. The only way you know is to prove it to yourself because the ego will convince you to choose the still small voice is insanity. But only because it dissolves and resolves the ego. The more you listen to the still small voice, the more the ego voice fades. And the ego knows that. Oh... I love these teachings. They're so clear and so beautiful. So helpful. Thank you, God. (laughs) Thank you, God, we have A Course in Miracles. So I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you've been listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and I'll be right back. What if you could experience vibrant health, help heal the planet, and be a great friend to God's animal kingdom through simple choices you make at breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Authors Victoria and Adair Moran say you can do this easily, affordably, and deliciously in their new book, Main Street Vegan. Everything you need to know to eat healthfully and live compassionately in a real world. Loaded with practical tips, straightforward information, and fabulous recipes, Main Street Vegan will help you on your journey toward a plant-based diet. The perks include more energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, feeling younger as you grow older, and maybe even a boost to your spiritual life. Purchase Main Street Vegan from BN.com, Amazon.com, or your favorite bookseller.
experience the peace and joy promised by A Course in Miracles? Or are you still struggling to truly live your beliefs from moment to moment? Let Rev. Jennifer Hadley help you focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application by walking your talk. Experience the healing live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central on A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You've been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, living the love, walking the talk. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Hadley. Thank you for joining with me today. Today, we are the two or more who are gathered in the name and the nature of love, in the name and the nature of the Christ, which is our true identity. And I'm just going to mention that uh, all these episodes of the radio show, I think this is number 188, all these episodes of the radio show are available for free download at the unity.fm site and also at um, iTunes, also at Stitcher, so you can find them different places. One of the things that I would ask you to do is if you value this radio show, will you tell someone about it? And will you also write a review at iTunes or Stitcher? Because the more reviews you write, the more people find it. And since it's free, it can be a great support to people. And um, you know what? One of the things I love about this radio show is, it's one of the things I love about the Living of Course Miracles.com classes that we're doing for free right now, is that this is a way for like-minded souls to connect together and to find community uh, because, for instance, I have my year-long Masterful Living class. I have my Finding Freedom boot, cla- ca- class, boot camp class. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I have these uh, offerings, and uh, we join together in class, and it's wonderful. It's quite an international group. And people tell me all the time that one of the ways that they found these classes was through this radio show because they were searching uh, online for Course of Miracles support. And so then people get in the classes and they have a community, an international community, and they make new lifelong friends And it's amazing what transpires because a lot of people, a lot of people that I talk to don't have like-minded friends and study groups nearby. And so that's part of why we offer the study group support, all that free support at livingacourseofmiracles.com. Okay, the sun is up here. 
the roosters are crowing, the birds are singing. And the voice for God is always quiet because it speaks peace. Peace is stronger than war because it heals. War is division, not increase. No one who, no one gains from strife. What profiteth it a man if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? If you listen to the wrong voice, you have lost sight of your soul. You cannot lose it, but you can not know it. It is therefore lost to you until you choose right. The Holy Spirit is your guide in choosing. The Holy Spirit is in the part of your mind that always speaks for the right choice because it speaks for God. The Holy Spirit is your remaining communication with God, which you can interrupt but cannot destroy. The Holy Spirit is the way in which God's will is done on earth as it is in heaven. Both heaven and earth are in you because the call of both is in your mind. The voice for God comes from your own altars to God. These altars are not things, they are devotions. Yet you have other devotions now. Your divided devotion has given you the two voices, and you must choose at which altar you want to serve. The call you answer now is an evaluation because it is a decision. The decision is very simple. It is made on the basis of which call is worth more to you. Jesus says, My mind will always be like yours, because we were created as equals. It was only my decision that gave me all power in heaven and earth. My only gift to you is to help you make the same decision. The decision is the choice to share it, because the decision itself is the decision to share it. It is made by giving and is therefore the one choice that resembles true creation. I am your model for a decision. By deciding for God, I showed you that this decision can be made and that you can make it. So this is the section, chapter 5, Healing and Wholeness, section 2, The Voice for God. Beautiful, so inspiring, so clear. So we stopped valuing our connection with God and began to value our opinions and judgments. And this is what caused the separation in the mind. The separation is an illusion. And our human experience is a projection of our mind which is valuable to us as a way of learning. So every choice that we make in this world and every choice that we make includes every choice for what thoughts we will think. Our thoughts are choices also. Every thought that we, every choice that we make in the world of form is going to bring us an experience of heaven or hell. So when we choose with the ego... And listen to the ego, we experience 
hell, separation, difficulty, challenge, disappointment, regret, resentment, hurt, blame, shame, sadness, fear, doubt, worry, all of these things that we have felt so many times before. Every experience of lack and limitation is from not listening to the Holy Spirit, not following divine guidance, not allowing Jesus to lead us and guide us. So it's definitely can seem like a tremendous act of courage and strength to follow the Holy Spirit. But you know what? Just f- start following and valuing the little things, the little ones that are like, um, don't eat that. Eat something else. Drink a glass of water now. You know, what? the simplest things and the body and the body's discomfort Give us so many clues of how to follow the voice for God. For instance, one of the things that many women do is they wait to go to the bathroom. And they hold it until they're uncomfortable. Men don't tend to do that. If you notice you're doing that and you're getting the signals, go to the bathroom. Just go to the bathroom. (laughs) Why wait? You see, we do all these things to make ourselves uncomfortable until we're finally pushed by the pain. So we can live that way. We can be pushed by the pain or we can be pulled by the vision, the voice for God. If you get, if you hear a voice, eat this that's gentle, sweet. Eat that. Try that. Call, if, call your neighbor. Visit your neighbor. Reach out to your neighbor. Make that call. I know somebody recently said that someone they knew died and they wished that they had reached out. They had gotten a signal to reach out, but they didn't. If you're getting a signal to reach out to someone, reach out to them. Why not? So there are so many ways all day long we can follow the voice for God. Let's do it. Let's do it. So I invite you now to just get still and see what's the first guidance that comes to your mind that you hear all the time, but you haven't been willing to follow. Our thoughts of judgment, attack, and lack block the guidance. When we think thoughts of lack, attack, and limitation... We're in judgment and an opinion. And when we go there, we're clearly not interested in guidance. We instead are interested in the world we made and the thoughts we have about the world we made. Yes. So we can change our mind, choose again, go the other way. Let's take that breath of love and gratitude and place our hand on our heart and be so grateful and thankful that love is all that there is. Love is all that we are. We're grateful and thankful to know the love of God is leading us and guiding us in each and every moment. We are willing to listen to the still, small voice. We are willing to choose the atonement for ourselves. We are willing to live a life of love, grace, gentleness, 
in joy and gratitude. We allow our healing to be. We let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Have a beautiful and blessed week. Thanks for joining me today. Mwah.